Welcome to the Hawaii Trading Podcast with your hosts Reed Hicks and Glenn Nabua. We're gonna be jumping into a cool topic today. Cool topic with the drivers of the Forex market. Like what does that mean, right? The drivers. The Forex market or even any other market, you know, we're, tonight we're just gonna be focusing on Forex. The examples we're gonna have is gonna be some good stuff. And I feel like, um, you know, after this, hopefully we're going to have a better scope, better perspective on how these certain events or drivers affect the market. And because we're trading in this market, we need to be aware and present to what price is showing us, you know, and with any thing, well, with any uh, trading approach we're looking for an edge right like you're in a casino the casino always has the upper hand over the gamblers why is that because they're the ones creating an uncertain environment they're the ones um who they, they get probably got the um, um the cards all set up to be in favor of the uh, house right i don't know all these li little different things they throw off the feng shui in the freaking rooms guys in the baller suites I've heard stories, you know, but going back to the markets, the, there there's certain things that will happen throughout the year. Um, this year, kicking it off, we've already had a bunch of uh, movements, you know, and, and uh, we're going to be diving in and showing you guys like what that looks like. How does it translate? Right. So what moves the markets? There's a, there's many things. There's not one thing. We'll just put that right there. There's not one thing that moves the markets. You're gonna see a, a accumulation of things that moves the markets. So we're gonna be going over a few points. So right now, let's just start off with the NFP reports. You're gonna hear us talking about this when we jump into our trading uh, weekly watch list. We, we go over the Forex.com calendar and it always lists out the different events that's coming up. So non-farm payroll, um, this this payroll just to summarize it it kind of it, it's on the first Friday of each month and we want to see um, the numbers that come out on here whether it be an increase right an increase in the numbers that kind of gives investors an idea of like yeah our economy is expanding in the right way kind of gives a, a good confidence reading of the market or the current economy and then it shows that okay if the investors are willing to just drive up the market more willing if is their money more confident being more confident placed in the market or outside of the market you know what i mean so this is one of the things that we notice that does happen it happens every first friday um and it usually happens i think kind of in the morning i believe um so here's an example in the euro usd pair back in january this year so i have you see the chart here highlighted and i have a highlighted box this rectangle and that's when the nfp report was announced so at 3 30 a.m our time so that's going to be um i think this was daylight savings so 8 30 p.m five hours so five uh, 8 30 a.m uh New York time, 3.30 our time, got this big green spike, right? We, if you look at the 
before the price action leading up to this this announcement it looks like just normal market actions nothing crazy it's just price is chugging along looks like it's having a bear run here from there boom we got a spike and then the the following this is a five minute candle i believe five minute bars and so a little bit zoomed in more because price will be quick quicker with these smaller announcements um, and then I say small because like I guess throughout my experience I haven't seen any big price movements during NFP reports you know I don't know if Reed have you seen any like large large price movements during NFP not uh, too much in the current markets but when I was first starting I would see a lot of of uh, huge wiki movements going up real fast dropping back down to neutral basically of where the market started but yeah you would have to zoom in more kind of yeah. like how you said five minute even the 15 minute so uh, in this particular market the euro usd um when it hit friday midnight um price uh, hawaii standard time price was on its way down and then we had a big spike when the announcement came up followed by this red big red bar that is going the opposite way so as a trader you're like oh what the heck you know the, the uh, price was on a nice little bear run and then of course this one spike the green spike takes all hits all the stops probably all the people going short hits all them and then it dumps on them like oh what the heck dude it just if you're trading this price action and seeing these bars develop you're gonna be like this this green bar you're like oh dude i got hit and knocked out all the stops and then price is like dude what it hit all the stops and it's going my way and then it closes you know not significantly lower than the previous low and then it didn't really do nothing on this third bar and then boom it spikes up on their fourth bar only to take you out again if you're trying to go long right comes back down almost touching the pre the close the low the previous low and then the momentum the dust kind of settles you know you're gonna have these the uh, different price movements during these announcements so yeah this is kind of what happened and this is over 5 10 15 20 25 30 you know within an hour 30 minutes 45 minutes you're gonna see this up and down movement and eventually, as you would see, there's a price settles, the bulls take control of price. And if, you know, that could be this kind of price movement for me, I've, I've experienced, I would try to get in and I would get whipped out. This, this would probably be like four losses already, you know? Mm. When you're first starting or still like, <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah. Starting out, um, first year. I wasn't aware of these different events, these drivers in the market, and I would trade this price action, and I would just it would I would get caught in this this whipsaw market, and you know this would be dude, it wouldn't be nice, man. It wouldn't feel good. It'll throw me off my game, right? And so that's what these kind of markets you gotta be very cautious, I guess, or patient more so. I was not patient, therefore I lost. <laughs> lessons learned <laughs> so that's one driver you know we got nfp reports fomc federal open market committee is a branch of the federal reserve system the fed right and it determines the direction of monetary policy specifically by directing open market operations so they're kind of like they're they're made of 12 members seven members of the 
of the board of governors, the president of the Fed. So I think that's Powell, right? Jerome Powell. He's a presidente. Yeah. And then you got four remaining reserve banking presidents on a rotating basis. So I guess it's a good mix. We got 12 head honchos and they're kind of controlling the way that the money flows. So I think in businesses, you have a CFO, chief financial officer. Yeah. And for just picture the U.S. government has these 12 smart, smart, smart people. Okay. They know their stuff. They know what's going on. The members of the FOMC meet eight times a year and discuss whether they should be um, and they manage the near-term monetary policy. So to have these votes, whether um, either to to buy or sell U.S. government securities to promote growth in the market, we're gonna see these these FOMC announcements. We're gonna see that um, our bro uh, forex.com slash calendar. That's gonna be a good source to be aware. Get ready for it because that happens. So this is what happens. It, this past January in the Forex market, we have the USD yen pair. And this is, I think this might be a five minute chart. Yeah, five minute chart as well. They had an announcement. I don't know exactly what the outcome of that announcement is, but they announced it at 9 a.m. I think New York time. And you can see it's, it's highlighted in this rectangle as well. Prior to that, we have this slow rise in price price is just chugging along pull back moving up pull back you know what i mean then it's it stays stag staggered and then boom we got a pop we got a nice big green bar then you got two red bars following trying to bring price down right so it's just hitting stops left and right and then boom it just peaks up again and this is within an hour of the price action of the of the announcement and of course, more volume, more volatility, um, these these long wicks. So it's, it's a tricky market, but yet if you're on the right side, you will be able to get some profits, man. It's a real good a thing to take advantage of. Don't be scared of it. But this is indirect. This is like indirectly relating the, the specific announcement, what kind of price action you see here. Um, and this is across the board. This is just one example, USD yen that I pulled up. There, it happens in the Euro USD, all dollar, um, all these different things. And is so, it just uh, US correlated pairs? From what I see, um, maybe I think majority it would be USD pairs, but I you'll probably have some trickle ripple effects in the other markets possibly. Makes sense. Yeah. World events, dude. So you got the war economy. And everybody knows what's going on. So we got the conflict in Ukraine, right? So the war economy is an organization of the country's production capacity and, and distribution during a time of conflict. War economy must be able to make substantial adjustments to its consumer production to accommodate the defense production. Pretty much just saying, like, if you... Russia's Russia when Russia went into war, they would have to pump up their production, um, and their resources of gas, oil, and whatnot to accommodate their 
spending in military operations same for ukraine and whoever else is involved you know now this kind of like if if the the market's being balanced right and all of a sudden boom all your spending is is on missiles bullets ammo whatever personnel something's got to compensate for it so we gotta that's kind of what you see in during these these markets it's just like an instant thing you know um well, I'm sure it doesn't move as fast. Like, no one just wakes up and be like, you know what? We're going to bomb somebody right today. <laughs> I'm sure it was a bunch of just small little things leading up to this big event and it just broke out, right? So let's look at that. Let's look at that. So I got the, uh, what market is this? I think this is a pound. Pound USD, February 22. I think it was, yeah, it was a Wednesday. Freaking Wednesday, the 24th. And this was during after hours. So the New York Stock Exchange has closed. And so I think it was like 4 p.m. hour time in the afternoon. So this is overnight hours right here. And so price was consolidating for a good amount of few days between the 0.1364 and 0.354. And so nothing really like obvious right nothing really crazy like you're just seeing if you're looking at price action like oh boom we made a new low and we're just we're just uh strongly trending down but um i noticed this price action and then news started to come out during like the middle of the drop so there was kind of lagging i saw price action move i was i remember i was on the charts and then i saw price action move i was like oh boom let's go and then I finally like scrolling through, I'm like, oh, damn, someone just got attacked. And so this was kind of what happened, that initial shock in the market from these attacks. So this is an hour chart. And so this is a good amount of hours, just constantly lower lows, lower lows, lower lows. And it moved quite a bit, you know, like if you look at the amount of the average movement of price prior to this price drop, this move is like a five, six, seven times, like a seven bagger, you know, compared to what it was moving prior. And these is this is opportunity, guys. You know, as, unf as traders, right? I don't I think we it's talked not, yeah, about. Yeah, it's not to say, but it, it, <laughs> there's opportunity there, right? You know, this is just a trading standpoint uh, from a capitalist, opportunistic. Where we're, we're taking advantage of these moves you know and we're we're not you know we're not disregarding the fact that yes you know there's there's real world situations happening we are aware of it you know but at this come just coming from a trading standpoint we're talking about the drivers and the markets these different uh influences that drive the market and war is being one of them you know it, it's been throughout our history we've had that and um it's gonna continue to happen you know not as hopefully not as frequently as before but this part pri primary uh primary example of just what has happened in the recent times you know it's a great example though so that's another driver. So far we got three drivers, NFPs, FOMC, road events. 
There's another one. I and then so we got another one. Number four, fourth driver, Fed interest rates. So the central bank, they go through have their meeting of monetary policy, and the board members look at different measures. The, the one most being related is the interest rate that will charge on loans and advances to commercial banks. So we hear this a lot. These interest rate term with regarding mortgages people who are in the market of buying a place they're like oh better go get your mortgage now interest rate interest rates are at an all-time low uh, fast forward these few months interest rates turned up and because I think we even I think we're at like through three low three percent or even two percent and it's really they call it cheap money you know, you're borrowing an X amount of money and the Fed sets a certain number of percent. Be like, you know what? Yeah, we're going to bring interest rates down to like 2 3% because we want to um, stimulate more market movement. We want consumers to be confident. We want them to get more loans. They want to, you know what I mean? They're kind of just moving the money, right? And so that's kind of how this interest rate plays out. And so they meet every f in intervals five to eight weeks, which they announce their latest decision. The rate hike tends to boost local currency as it is understood as a healthy inflation. A rate cut, on the other hand, seen as a sign of eco economic and inf inflationary roles and therefore tends to weaken the local currency and the attention turns to the F it's like a it's like a domino effect you know what i mean with with this particular in, um interest rate announcement and so it affects affects the whole economy guys you know rates up rates down um it all has a play in the role of our daily lives and so Here's what it looks like recently. I have a screenshot. January 2022 pound USD. Like a lot of these things, the feds do have are making decisions. So the fed is particularly with the U United States, but yet it is affect these uh, Forex markets because who, you know, a big driver in these markets are the banks as well, man. So here's a price action that I have highlighted prior if you you know we're looking at it from a technical standpoint leading up to this highlighted box we have sideways movement of the market and then price continues to range and all of a sudden boom we have uh, this little peak this green spike and then price just dumps after that so this is initial dump the velocity and the quickness of this drop kind of just shows you what kind of uh, I don't know if the rate the announcement at the time was negative it looks like obviously <laughs> so it must have been a negative thing and it affected it and you see price move there it has initial shock price tries to pull back and then boom it just continues on the momentum is there so whether you you do stand stay away from this initial shock that could, that's that could be wise right let price settle price pulls back could not make a new high 
Boom. Go short. Go short. Go short. So, um, let me go back to this. Let me jump out of the screen share. I do want to show you one more option. I mean, one more example of trading during these markets. Another big driver, recent in recent times, the freaking COVID, guys. So this is a daily chart of the odd Australian dollar USD. And so six months, price hasn't really done much. Yeah. And then we finally broke out of this range in the beginning of February. This is February 2020 before the pandemic. It was already spreading, but like it hasn't hit like the national big news. You know what I mean? Like we, of course, Hawaii, we get the late reaction, right? So it was like first or second week of March. Price dropped a little bit. Then we pulled back. And in this large daily bar right here, I think that was the significant that was the one, the 9th of March. That's when the world kind of found out or just found out of everything, right? Of, of what's happening. I went short on in this market. I have, I think I had a first entry here. I had four positions going short. And so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven days. I was holding this market going short and it was crazy crazy man the volatility it was nuts so i took my first i closed my first position down here because i saw market just this big bar you got to see these big ass wicks man for me like I, when i see that kind of price action i saw i was thinking okay you know what let me just secure some profits because i think the trend is exhausting you know that was my observation at the time and then initially, then I've just left my, my, the rest of the stops up here. Just imagine like how much room I gave to breathe in this market. Just imagine we're trading, I'm, I'm entered in, boom, makes the low. My stop was at 0.63, man, or 0.62. That's how much room I gave. So like I gave away all this paper profit right here. Why is that? Because the volatility was that huge. You what, know what kind hey. of percentage returns did you get on these four positions total, Glenn? Um, that was a approximate. That was a that was like almost hundred percent return, man. That month on four positions, ridiculous. And man. In a week, about dude, that's insane. Like that's amazing. Wow, <laughs> it was nuts, that's man. Incredible. It was nuts. It was like yeah it was it was definitely a time it was like you know the 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 um cowboys that gets on the raging bull man you don't know what direction man you just... <laughs> Damn, that was... wait till that sucker knocks you out right wow that's yeah that's incredible so going back to the drivers i mean we got we got nfp uh, non-farm payroll reports we have fomc reports when they have their meetings they have we what have we gone over uh, wartime events and then we've gone over interest rates and then pandemic so that's five right now five drivers i mean i'm sure there's more read i mean uh, you probably know there's other ones right yeah i was thinking like uh you know inflation is one thing that that could drive the market that the specific currency up of that country 
um, certain inflations are different for each country. Yeah, just what causes that volatility, that volume is it comes down to the human psychology. And that's that's just fear, fear and greed. And those, you know, underlying all the announcements, coming back to the aspect of um, the human aspect, it's definitely fear based. There's that saying is be greedy when others are fearful and be fearful when others are greedy. And your odd position was exactly that play. You play it on people's fears on of the pandemic. And, you know, that's what traders are. We pay. Unfortunately, the truth is we make money off of people who can't control their emotions. So that's the question you want to ask yourself. Like, am I going to let another trader win against me or win this trade because I let my emotions get the best of me? And so I think that's a, another key factor is this market sentiment of is it a fearful time or yeah. is it a good time to buy? And but I mean, of course, that's between you and I that we could see the emotions play out through the technical analysis. Hundred percent, dude. And let's let's jump back to you know the market, right? So we have freaking oil. Everyone's blaming russia or whoever for the oil to just be jumping dude we have been on an uptrend since mark may 2020 guys all that wow so i mean again that's that's multiple factors what was in 2020 the pandemic and then you know rising inflation and then we got war we got new president war, war was like, on or, right here this was war right here this end you know but like, what is the driver here? I think price had to just normalize part of part of. Right, we were we were at like twenty. What was this? Eighteen dollars a barrel, guys. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. And I, some of these could be like, as far as oil is concerned, just like companies making deals with other companies and countries, and that's what's also driving that price up is like what's happening behind closed doors that that isn't even publicized mm. the only way that it's publicized is through that candle chart it's true that is correct we don't know what kind of side deals these countries got going on in the middle east they're sitting on tons of oil but they're like you know what man i gotta build another gold palace i'll just raise yeah, yeah. The, the price <laughs> yeah. so going back the to supply the off a bit squeeze the supply squeeze them Going back to the uh, presentation, so taking advantage of these events, guys, like when it happens, it, it's going to happen. You cannot um, avoid them. You can't really predict it, right? You have all the talking heads on the news always uh, predicting, okay, yeah, Powell's going to announce this with the interest rates, blah, blah, blah. You know, you can't predict it. You know, there's no one thing that drives it. The best thing you, you, you we can do as traders, you want to respond. You don't want to react. A lot yes. of the market movement you're going to see is reaction of the crowd. We want to keep the risk management as a priority. What does that mean? We have to, when we see markets moving, dumping, or r r going up, we want to like go all in. No, guys, got to understand. We have to understand what's happening, what kind of... Um, impact that the market has based on this particular announcement 
is it significant, whatnot, and we have to keep our risk management in a way that we can survive trading to trade another day. Um, we can talk about, oh, dude, I did my analysis. We did the watch list. I know that Wednesday, 9 a.m., there's a FOMC announcement. I'm going to freaking go all in during that time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you could be prepared, but, like, that's that wouldn't be wise, guys. It wouldn't be wise to be like, you know what? I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna full full margin. I'm gonna go uh, risk 50% of my account on this one trade because you know I'm gonna make a million dollars. And yes, there has been a guy, a trader in the the uh, unknown market wizards who has made ridiculous. I think an 800% gain during one event called the unicorn sniper. You know. He's a one The new market wizards? Yeah, the unknown. The new book is uh -huh. called Unknown Market Wizards. Oh, okay, okay. This one guy, he tra I, don't, I think he trades bonds or something. And he made a ridiculous amount of money, over a million dollars off this one trade, one event. And like, if you listen to the story, I don't want to give too much away. He, he, pre he prepared this trade like an athlete would. Um, just think about, uh, what's his name? Usain Bolt, right? He does a 10 second, nine, eight second sprints, right? He trains 20 years for that short clip. And so that's kind of what this trader has done, you know? So it's not impossible, man, but unicorns, unicorn that's experience. Trader. You know, that sounds more like experience, you know, when to pull that trigger heavy. So, and he had two things. He didn't over leverage. I mean, you know what he did? He did kind of press the risk meter, but he was freaking confident in the market you'll be confidently wrong too though everyone just uh, <laughs> keep that in mind don't let the confidence or hubris get to your head it's good to be confident in your system that guy was probably confident in his system not that like i know i'm right he's got more of the system more confidence in the system that okay i planned this trade out i've seen it happen nine out of ten times i'm gonna go three fourth leverage here let's go <laughs> and he, in the book he, they're talking about he he visualized like athletes he visualized the different outcomes and he knew exactly what he was going to do okay if if outcome outcome a plan a happens and i'm going to do this if plan b happens i'm going to do that price goes against me i'm going to do that and so it became more of just a like instant response compared to Oh crap, dude, I'm down 500 grand. What am I going to do? It's a if then statements, right? Laser if this focus, happens, if then, then I take this action. Definitely. That's a, yeah, that section, that chapter in the book, I forgot what the trader's name was, but um, very unique, very unique. Uh, even Jack Schwager, he said he has never came across a trader who has his style. Interesting. So that's like an overall style. It's not just like that one off. Yeah, it's his style. Huh. That's, yeah, wow. he goes, he goes after those events, dude. It's crazy. Wow, baller. Baller, hell yeah. That, I'm not, that's not my receptor here, though. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those those are the key drivers, guys. I mean, that's, it, it's going to happen. It's good to be aware. It's good to, to know what is going on in the markets. And most importantly, most importantly, know what you're gonna do during these market times you don't have to trade every single event matter of fact i think a lot of some of the like top step trader um if you're going for a funded account they don't even allow you 
to trade these events because they know what's gonna happen and they do it for your own good I mean a lot of the traders they're they're either starting out or they have been trading for a few years you know um, they don't want to get get let, allow you to get caught with your pants down guys and blow your account over this just like quick 20 minutes of price action yeah they'll actually like they won't allow you to trade or they'll give you multiple warnings through emails and if you actually end up placing a trade it'll be counted as you broke a rule therefore we take your count away so just keep an eye on those emails keep an eye on what you can and can't do outside of the designated rules that they give you yeah it's just going back going back through the charts um you can put in the screen time and google see like after the fact after announcement was done look back at the price action okay what has price done you know and like it's like we were saying you gotta probably zoom into a five minute or 15 minute chart to see the full extent of what has happened during that event because these announcements they're probably speaking for a few minutes one to two minutes you know powell whatever um and they look traders look for like words certain words mm -hmm. they'll hit they'll hit a market order or whatever mid-sentence guys so that's the kind of stuff that's occurring or going on behind the scenes i mean you don't want to get stuck you're, you're gonna assume oh yeah paul's gonna say mark uh rates are gonna drop so let me go uh buy let me hit a buy buy market and then he he doesn't i mean he goes on and says something else and it just like flips your position you know so it happens very quick guys very quick that's why uh i would recommend just stay out of the market during that announcement and then enter back in after or uh adjust stop losses make sure yeah. you you remove as much risk as possible during those high volatility announcements yeah f for personally for my style as well like if i'm already in a trade and like say i i'm in a trade on in monday and in Wednesday is an announcement. Um, a lot of the times, if the market is already good, already moving in my direction in the favor, um, after the announcement, it would be more of a explosive move in my direction. You know, so in my favor. A lot of the times, I notice that and be like, "Oh, is something happening today?" You know, because yeah. there be times where I don't see what's what what's happening in the upcoming week and so during those announcements if you're on the right side it'll more so um show you that hey you made a right uh, decision you're in the right trade you're in the right direction yeah like, I, we've talked about it like that's a fundamental announcement but you're looking at the charts as a technical trader what mm. the market's revealing with the price action and fundamentals really just kind of confirm that or give you that that push that hey yep the technicals are right you know at least according to our strategies s p <laughs> this is the s p chart this is a daily chart but you can see um the night of the election this was november 9th 2016 this is an overnight session see the volume bar was much more higher than the previous bars and price tried to dump like where do we where do we open it 2137 we hit a low 100 points 
100 point drop it was like a v-shape if i if i was to zoom into like a more uh like a five minute chart or whatever we're gonna see a v-shape we're gonna see like a crazy drop 100 points down and then within the next hour we're 100 points up and closing even higher you know what i mean we close higher so we start at 21.38 closed at 21.60 so yes it wasn't much of a gain but like during to get to that point guys oh my gosh man big event and so there are traders like it's like you mentioned they wait for these times like these 100 points like there's day traders they're like oh yeah i just gotta make two to four points and i'll make a few hundred bucks i'm good for the day boom you just wait for this you take a hundred points in one night guys damn that's vacation money guys <laughs> yeah. so that'll be a, another example of a driver i mean that one that happens every four years um yeah elections yeah that's actually elections. a really key key mm -hmm. component mm -hmm. to the forex market because mm -hmm. that yeah the president of the united states the the biggest superpower in the world whoever becomes the commander-in-chief that's a pretty big repercussions across the world market so i just i've learned my lesson in 2016 just stay out just stay out of the market <laughs> i actually went short and then just because the market began to move and i'm like okay the first moment that the market begins to move i'm gonna enter and it, yep i was i was up a lot and then i was down even more so, I mean, <laughs> uh, it happened i mean and i was like uh i tell this story to glenn all the time but i was on the phone with one of my friends i was telling him, are you looking at the market right now like i'm up so much you know just kind of like bragging like this is gonna make my year ready and then uh pulled back lost it and then also had to confess to that too i'm like dude i was so dumb like i knew what i was doing was wrong you know but you, you did it because you want to prove that you could do it and that's not the way to prove anything boom not a gamble not a gamble not a gamble breath <laughs> on that note